The Boogie Monster with Kyle Kinane and Dave Stone. We can finally, once and for all, find out what happened with Judas Priest. Whether they broke up by themselves, or they were pushed out by outside forces, like uh, the government. The Boogie Monster. Podcasting the Unknown. Twenty man. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'll do. I got it sitting in front of me, but I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna jump on it. No, I'm not gonna jump on it until about a half hour. Nah, because I, I I can't keep a train of thought. Yeah, that's true. I can't. I really like. It's really just. I'm eating more pot than I've ever eaten, just because it's like. Well, I guess I'm just gonna watch a scary movie and freak out. You watch any good scary movies this week? No. What did I watch? No, I started Better Call Saul because I'm like, I want to catch up on those. I remember mm-hmm. that. I didn't watch them, but I remember the few I did see Yeah, being good. I got through the first two seasons. I loved it for whatever reason. I just never picked back up on season three. But, yeah, that's a that's great That's how show. I felt about it. So, that, so that's what I'm doing. But, yeah, I can't, I'm not going to get stoned while i got to be social right now. Even around the house, if I'm stoned mm-hmm. and then Rachel, Rachel knows she could torture me while I'm high, it sucks, man. <laughs> it sucks so bad. She like gets like right up in my face, and she's like, "You can never leave." I'm like, "I can't handle this right now." Oh wow, yo, that's yeah. I don't, I don't need that. Yeah, when I'm she, high. No, exactly. She knows a real specific kind of hell to put me into. <laughs> you know, like because what you know what it is like. I'm already I'm already a terrible liar mm-hmm. and have plenty of tells, but especially when I'm high, there's no like there's no poker face at all. What's one of your so tells? She does. Me out loud yeah. telling you that I'm <laughs> not being truthful. Like I'm, I'm a shit liar, dude. I'm just, I'm, I, I'm, I'm riddled with guilt, and I'm a shit liar. So it uh-huh. just, like, if honestly, given the nature of what this podcast was meant to be at one point, uh-huh. if I, if I legit saw a ghost or a UFO, you would know. Mm-hmm. Because I, because there's no way I could like fake enthusiasm for something like that. I would be like, it's real, and it's so real, I'm terrified. That, so that's no, no, know that about me, Dave. I got no, I'm a shit liar, man. Well, that's good. That's that's you know, if you're gonna suck at something, that's a good thing to suck at. Well, in in regular life, that I think that's an admirable. Well, you know, it's not even admirable. It's not like I practice to be bad at lying. Mm-hmm. I'd make a horrible spy. I wouldn't be good if I was working for the resistance yeah. and got caught. You know, <laughs> tell us the secrets. Oh, okay, I guess. Like I'd be like, I would be. No need. No need to. Uh, let me keep all my fingernails. Here's all the information. Yeah, <laughs> they get one fingernail out of me. Like I told you, I gave. I spilled every bean I had has been spilt. Mm. Yeah, uh, you, you fold under questioning. You uh, you on a Zoom I, earlier today? You have a family Zoom? As yeah, as chit chat with the family. That's a uh, oh man, the the freedom of uh, being on speakerphone all gone with Zoom. Is um, uh, is that a, still and look at everybody's face? <laughs> is that a routine thing now with the family in quarantine? Like you know, every every Monday at five, we all hop on and have a it family is, chat. It is. It's it's nice though. It's nice mm-hmm. to do a little weekly thing with the gang. Mm-hmm. 
I make fun. My mom is uh, finally learning how the microphone takes priority, and it's she can't interrupt everybody all the time like she normally does. <laughs> so there's a lot of there's a there's a lot of diplomacy to the uh, conversation. Well, that's nice. That's nice. <laughs> she listens to this. She'll be pissed. Whatever. She can Just, argue with me on Zoom about it when somebody can interrupt her and shut her microphone off. <laughs> I wonder if that's a generational thing. Um, older people interrupting you all the time. Most older people I know uh, are good at just interrupting. And it's not malicious. It's not talking over you or you shut up, I'm talking. It's just, hey, a thought's in my head and it's coming out my mouth. Do you think it's uh, that they're talking to a younger person and therefore they think what they have to say is uh, more relevant? Mm. Or is it a generational thing? Like, I wonder if they do that to each other. Let me correct that. I know they do that to each other because I saw my mom talking to my dad and and my mom's sister, and she mm-hmm. interrupted everybody. Yeah, I think it's a per- I think it's a personality trait. I mean, I think I probably interrupt you too much on this thing, Dave. Nah, I don't think so. I I got nothing to All say, right. man. Well, you come in if I interrupt you, you, you tell me to shut the fuck up. My uh, my mom, bless her heart, used to interrupt everybody. All the time. And it, and again, it wasn't like a mean or malicious thing. I, I, I truly think it was mostly subconscious. But I'd be talking to my dad. Like, we, we'd all be in the kitchen. All right, three, three of us. So I'm making eye contact with my dad, and he's talking to me about mm-hmm. something. Then mom interrupts, like, so blatantly that, like, I feel guilty to now turn and give her my attention because it was such a <laughs> such an atrocious crime. Like, I feel like I'm betraying my dad by pivoting and looking at my mom and listening to her now. It's like, hey, that was... But, but your, I, I'm caught in the middle. But did, did your dad also understand the dynamic? Like, let's uh, the, he, yield the floor. He sure did. <laughs> he was, the, <laughs> That's why. He was That's like, why. go ahead. I, <laughs> I was just biding my time anyway. If you... Yeah. Uh, he was very gracious when people would interrupt him. My mom likes to interrupt to agree with you, which is really strange. (laughs) Like, like, like talk about how much you like something from Arby's Dave. Oh, I, uh, I, I hate the curly fries, but I love the uh, smoked brisket sandwich. It's got uh, barbecue sauce and you know what rings. I like about the smoke bis- <laughs> the, 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 the brisket sandwich, Dave. You know what I like about it is that it actually has <laughs> that. That's every subject oh, I've tried to talk about. That is funny. aggressive agreement. That is funny. <laughs> Our, yeah, you can't take too much of offense if they're agreeing with you. But I, but then I, I get pissed. I still get pissed. But it's then she's like, "Why are you mad?" I'm like, "Because you interrupted, but you only interrupted to agree with me on something. You should be on my side." Ugh, I don't know. <laughs> we, we, lucky for us, we all have only uh, these uh, the minutia to be angry about, right? Absolutely, yeah. Good lord, dude. I we can't. All right, we can't help but be uh, conscious and, and and vocal about current events on the Boogie Monster. Now, in the past, I, I tried to avoid it just because you get it every in every other walk of life, every other yeah. part of your day, you're getting inundated. But dude, it's insane what's going on. Uh, all this stuff at once. With the economy Can and I the coronavirus, you? the oil now. Did you hear about the oil today? Yeah, it's cheap as shit. Cheaper than it's ever been in American history. Like, that's significant. Like, listen, maybe we're all getting upset. Listen, the dumb people want to die. That's great. Uh, it's great, the but here's the, pr- here's the only die. problem, as I interrupt you. 
Uh, <laughs> no, we yeah. Now now I planted the seed. Now we both got to be conscious. Conscience my conscious. Ah, I can never get that one either. My gut reaction. <laughs> it always like it's like jumping off a high dive. Like ah, I don't know how deep this water is. <laughs> can I say this word the right way? <laughs> oh, I can't pronounce conscience. Conscious conscience. Uh, well, those are different words. I now know, uh, but much I less even try to spell them. Through saying it. Yeah. But my gut reaction when I see these fucking morons with their fucking AR-15s and their stupid camo on the Capitol steps protesting a fucking virus, my gut reaction is, please, yes, go ahead, don't wear a mask, mingle amongst yourselves, thin the fucking herd. But what the obvious problem is, is these idiots are going to give it to innocent people. I think That's infuriating. um, well, these uh, these uh, these uh, these true patriots that are out there with their body armor to fight against the sneezes. Yeah, I think uh, I think what they're doing is now it's like you know how any kind of hippie alternative music festival you can throw in like a PETA booth or something and nobody's uh-huh. going to blink an eye at it. Yeah, yeah, it's the uh, same demographic. <clears throat> That's what these guys are showing up for. Any like anti-government protest, they're also there to be like, "Yeah, yeah, you really want to kick it up a notch? We're huh. uh, we're part of this." So I think they're just trying to co-op the movement, and they make for anybody with the gun strapped to them makes for a great photo op for for either for either co- for anybody who wants to be anti these idiots protesting, which I think we're both in that camp. Uh huh. That's a great photo op. <coughs> oh, I swallowed wrong. <coughs> oh, excuse me. <laughs> Oh, no. Uh, oh, God, where's my gun? I swallowed wrong. I need to fight it away. Um, but neither one of us, I mean, I've, I've made my comments about guns, but we're not anti-gun. No. We're not anti-Second Amendment. Um, my anger was at, like, yeah, you're gathering, like, I. all right, forget the photo op idiots that are running around with their fucking superhero costumes made out of the don't tread on me flags and shit. (laughs) But the people that like, listen, people are running out of money and they got to go back to work. That's the re that's the actual reason that we should pay attention. Exactly. And I totally get that by the way, it's just the way you're going about it. And the, but we can't say they, because, because again, these fucking, Idiots that like the one main quote of the guy like, well, I'm sick of having to get two iced teas at the drive through. Yeah. Unfortunately, he's going to be the face of people who have actual points to make. Yeah, true. Like in like I was this is what I was talking with my family about. It's like I ignore CNN. I ignore Huffington Post. I ignore Fox News. Same for the same. They're all going to pick the most sensationalized things to rile up their demographic. Mm-hmm. So I read about the Michigan shit a little bit more. Like, wait a minute. Why? Okay. They're like Home Depot and stuff. They won't let you buy seeds. They won't let you access the nursery. Part. Now that is something that's pivoting into. Okay, now I'm listening. I which uh, what's going on? And with it's that? sad when, if if you have eighty eighty percent of these people who are protesting from being in their vehicles and keeping a safe difference, except don't block the fucking hospitals, dipshits. But if people are upset because they can't go access things to grow their own food mm-hmm. or to fish or to hunt, I'm on your side with that. I get that. Totally. That's fucked up. I can get weed. I can get booze. 
but you can't buy seeds to grow things, grow food in your garden, that's wrong. Yes. That, I agree that that's fucked up. And so if that's what people were truly getting upset about Michigan, except again, the news is bad on both sides. Fox is obviously dog shit, but stop looking at CNN or Huffington Post for anything reasonable either, because they're just taking the other side. Yeah. Dude, you see the viral video of the lady in the silver Dodge Ram yelling at the Asian nurse? No. It's, it makes you, I'm ashamed to be an American if that's an American. Just the most stereotypical, obvious, vile, go back to China, just and just yeah. hatred, just pure hate, like with a sign that says land free. I'm assuming maybe there's an, oh, a small that, of yeah. the in there somewhere, but you can only say land free. She's hanging out the passenger seat passenger window just screaming at this poor doctor or, or nurse whoever it is who's just blocking the the walkway so that uh you know people can get in and out of the hospital which right now as uh, as we are recording it's 8 p.m so everybody's out hooting and hollering and banging pots and pans in appreciation for our healthcare workers which just as dumb and empty of a gesture <laughs> Fucking the, the same fucking dipshit ruining their quality pot and pans yeah. on their balcony was probably going, thoughts and prayers doesn't mean anything, mm-hmm. politicians. But who the fuck, if you worked a 16-hour shift at a hospital and just got home, yeah. do you want to hear this? And if you're about to leave for a 16-hour shift, do you want to hear this? It means not, it's you can make so much, you can make... Much less noise patting yourself on the back in your apartment. Yeah. And I know they're in the news a lot, but if you really stop and think, if you really stop and think what a lot of these healthcare workers, doctors and nurses are going through right now with this level of panic. Like imagine if you worked at the Pizza Hut and you usually run a six-person crew on a busy Friday night and two people got sick and called in and now you're having to handle it with a four-person crew. How intense and crazy and terrifying that can be at the local fucking Pizza Hut. Now, apply that to a global medical pandemic. Like that's insane, the pressure, the stress that these workers must be under. And it's everybody who's like, we got to get back to work. Forget the science about how uh, contagious this disease is. Ask. Forget me. I'm a fucking idiot. I'm a comedian and think you should not be opening the economy yet. But I'm well aware. Yeah. I got money saved. I'm fine. Please, the same person who wants to argue with me at that point, argue with a nurse or a doctor working in an emergency room. Take the forget. Fuck me. Hey, I'm an idiot. I know that. I, I put my opinions on the internet because I got the time to do so. You know who doesn't have the time to do that? Probably somebody working in the ER. Take the argument you want to have with me for saying stay home. Take it to the ER. Mm-hmm. To pivot to a more boogie monster related topic, I did order Pizza Hut. Okay. After many, after so many years, and got the thin crust, and I begrudge. I listen. You. When you learn that you were wrong, you grow as a person. Thank you enjoyed it. Pizza Hut thin crust. I've been throwing my money at Domino's out of convenience. I got it. I got the Pizza Hut thin crust. God damn it, man! Dude, I've I been scarred so much by Pizza Hut yeah. and pizza that that flaccid circular loaf of wet bread. <laughs> with toppings, with toppings, 
just not like throwing on and passing. <laughs> not just <laughs> they put disdain, the topics like, on all the way to do something else. <laughs> oh, like 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 a like like a French woman shooing a squirrel off her balcony. <laughs> but that I got a thin crust. I didn't fuck around. I don't even know if I got toppings. I think I just did different cheeses. I got real weird. <coughs> oh, that's great, dude. I'm glad you had a good time. I love the idea that I was angry at these people yelling for healthcare workers about it being empty an empty gesture. Like you keep it down. I'm trying to record a podcast about fast food pizza and cryptids. <laughs> Would you quiet down with your useless and empty gesture, please? Oh my god. Uh, we're all assholes. <laughs> the sooner you realize you're an asshole, the easier it is to just move forward with the rest of your life. That's true. <laughs> anyway, Dave, you know what you know you know what broke my heart the most? What's that? Not that somehow idiots idiots would find their way to my Instagram page and argue mm-hmm. with me. I I made I was going to make some delicious tacos for lunch. Plated the tacos. Was about to eat the tacos. Uh-huh. Didn't heat the tortillas, dude. You got to heat the tortilla. Oh, it's so boring if you don't. Boring. It's got no constitution. It's got mm-hmm. no architecture. No. <laughs> Folded it, but just. Pissed, so pissed, so pissed at myself. It's got zero infrastructure if you don't heat it up. You have to heat it, not just for flavor, but for the integrity of the disc. Absolutely, dude. Same thing. You want to know why your burrito rips in half and falls apart and tastes like shit? You're not heating up that tortilla properly. It does well, more. You know, it's more than just a, a taste thing. There's some chemistry going on there, and you're right. There's some infrastructure. If I asked for the kind of toppings I wanted at a Chipotle and then the t- tortilla rips, I'm like, yeah, company's losing money on this order. <laughs> I really think, I really think like I just cheated on my taxes if I got so many toppings at a Chipotle burrito that it bursts open. I was like, yeah, I suckered you guys into giving me too much. <laughs> you ever wait? Did you ever wait in line like? Because you knew there was a trainee that was going to make your food, so you kind of like let people go ahead of you so you get the trainee. No, I never desire the trainee. Why? To take advantage of them? Yeah, like, oh, that's too big of a spoonful of whatever Chipotle ingredient you asked for. Uh-huh. I always okay. get the fajita vegetables and other vegetables, and you could tell they're like, oh, it's supposed to be one or the other, but I've never had a pushback. What are the other vegetables? I think if you, I thought you, if you got it fajita style, then that negated some other options. You mean like it negates get, the the onion and the and the salsa? And yeah, stuff you like get that? well, you get like no. a rice and beans and your meat. No, but I think fajita style is supposed to undermine the beans or something. But I, no. I always like get up to the corn and cheese part. I'm like, oh shit, can I get some of them fajita vegetables on there? Yeah, no, they well they upcharge you for that anyway, right? I believe that's I an upcharge. So. Well. Regardless, is it? I don't know. I'm, yeah, I bet it I don't is. Know. I, I thought I, I thought I was taking the operation down from the inside. Well, the way I do that is when they say which salsa do you want, I I literally enjoy them all. I say all of them, please. I like, <laughs> I love the Dave corn. Reaches over the sneeze yeah. guard with his yeah. own hand and <laughs> contaminates the whole operation. No, but I tell him I'm like, yeah, all all like, and I there's a little hesitation. Like I'm fat and I'm ordering all of your stuff, but I that's what I want. Is that cool? 
Well, that well, the the Chipotle ads were. You know why I'm talking about? Because they were permeating the um, the 90 Day Fiance I was watching last night. Oh, okay. Like free deli- free delivery. I don't get. I don't know why. Do you ever have like? There's some food items that just don't seem like they're supposed to be for delivery. I kind of feel that I way about traditional Mexican food. I kind of feel. Yeah, I feel like, like it loses. You know, anything that's its main star of the show is melted cheese. You're gonna you're gonna lose some of that by the time it gets to your house. Yeah, but then you're talking about the gold medal winner of delivery food pizza. True. And what's the star of that? True. I think like, the pizza's an event. Pizza's a big fun box you open mm-hmm. up. Yeah. And the Pulp cheese does the cheese does better on a on a lukewarm pizza than it does a cheesy enchilada or burrito or something. You know. I think. Yeah. Who's eating a Who's eating a brand new hot pizza? <laughs> Burn your it's mouth. the right temperature when it gets to your house <laughs> it's never out of the oven and then you're like here deal with this for 15 minutes yeah well that's how i feel about coffee the f- i don't drink well, coffee because yeah, exactly. it's too much too the, much effort you ever seen the first asshole to eat the first slice of pizza mm-hmm. off a thing yeah. oh pizza right to the table me first gooey cheese and then they sit there snorting out their nostrils while everybody else waits 10 minutes and then enjoys dinner. <laughs> oh, boy, I got a lot of opinions tonight, Dave. Dude, got a you, lot of truth. I got a lot of truth for the world today, Dave. Let's back up just a second. You mentioned 90 Day Fiance. How's that going? Back it up, baby. Is it good? 90 Day? No, it's good. No? Any themes no. this D- season? Let- you know, is it international or... It's always international. Nobody's nobody's marrying somebody. Oh yeah, duh. Do you not know the premise of Ninety Day Fiance, Dave? I do, but it's also four twenty. Not like somebody just met somebody from a few counties over and then had, to, had three months to get hitched. Defeat the whole purpose of the show. It's the whole point of the show, idiot. So, do they ever like talk to women now, from on, other are countries, they from other places, or what? Now. <laughs> What's the 90 days for? Find out if they're not blood relatives and they can go ahead on it? What's that for then? (laughs) Oh, man, that's funny. (laughs) Oh, oh, Dave, we're a couple weeks after the fact, but you're still giving me some Easter eggs. Oh, man. I feel like there was a variable, though. I feel like the first season, maybe it's this. Maybe this is what confused me. I felt like the first batch of episodes I watched, all the... the, the uh, how would you describe all the people who are instigating the marriage, or or the lonely dude was always an American, yeah. and there was yeah, and always. he was always sending off for a uh, a bride from across the globe. But then I saw like other episodes <laughs> later where like the lonely woman was in Brazil and she might get a guy from Japan to come over to Brazil. I think maybe that's what I was asking. I don't well, know. Kyle. But, yeah, well, well, because a man can marry a woman and a woman can marry a man, and nowadays a man can. Marry a man. That's or crazy. Vice versa. So th- sometimes it's this. It's the fellas. When, whenever it's a guy, whenever it's it's a guy, it's a, whenever it's an American man trying to marry a woman. Uh huh. It is a child bride from <laughs> South America or Southeast Asia. Okay. Most of the t- most of the time. Most of the time. Whenever it's a woman. From America marrying a man, 
usually an African guy. Okay. Usually it's uh, like a Nigerian. But listen, I'm totally wrong about what I just said. But for entertainment's purposes, uh-huh. I'm 100% correct. Okay. With the, although this season has one 60-year-old dude who is basically just stalking a woman who has catfished him online. Oh, no. He's like, he's like, well, she said she wants to marry me. Flew to the Ukraine. Broke my own rule was broken. Then he's in the Ukraine. She stole, she's pure, truly a catfish. And he's like, well, I'm just going to go to the town she lives in. And somebody else that lives in Russia is like, uh, they're kind of at war over there. And the war, the road's all torn up. He gets a flat tire. Then he's in the town just holding up his phone with a picture of some woman who is clearly was just in the frame of a something he bought at a Kohl's once. <laughs> and he's and he's just he's just like, have you seen this? He's just in a town in the Ukraine. Have you seen this woman? She's supposed to be my bride. It's <laughs> like he's looking like for the, his lost dog. The veil of reality is really torn with this season. I'll say that. Oh, I'm man. watching it like it's just a pure fiction show. Okay. Um, I will. Oh fuck! I got the bad headphones on right now. Hold on. Um, I don't know what else is going on, man. Hey, can we go back to the protest for a second? I really we want can do whatever you want, Dave. I want to dive into this a little bit. I'm I'm so curious. <clears throat> what is the mindset of those guys walking around with their body armor and their AR-15s? What is yeah. the mind? What is the mindset? Is it like because, like you said, like I'm not anti-gun. I'm anti-open carry an AR-15 into fucking McDonald's. I'm very anti that. But what, what it's a dis- is it? Is it? It's is a display it, of freedom, you know. Oh, but it's you're it's so um and I and I and I understand that they probably has some valid arguments if they were talking to me right now, but it it just reeks of like like. I can't even. I don't have the words. I'm too high. But I just, think I think it's the same. I think it's the same point of you're taking the utmost display of the freedom you're afforded. I okay. know. I don't okay. think they think they need them at that moment. Yeah. But I think it's a matter of like, keep in mind, I'm allowed to do this. <clears throat> it's like. Um, yeah, like sometimes women are like, how come men can be topless and we can't be topless? These aren't sexual organs. They're like, they're, these are meant to feed babies. Or like, so they'll have like a topless protest. Mm-hmm. And it's shocking. And they're, you, the shock factor gets attention. But I'm. <laughs> I mean, that's a great point. It, I mean, <laughs> utilizing the freedom. I just would never in, in a million years be that comfortable with that much attention on me in public. With my big well, stupid no, you're not a gun. fucking you're not a fucking asshole. But there people are, and their rights are protected, just like someone who's not an asshole. Mm. You know, it's free speech is protected, also, so they can have their guns, and you can hold up a sign behind their head that says, "I fuck my shower drain because it looks like my mom." And that's protected for you. Uh huh. You know, it's the it's it's it. I mean, that was I could have riffed better. 
I no, that's apologize fine. for the, the the low quality comedic effort for what a sign should say behind one of those guys. No, that's that's pretty funny. That's pretty good for a first draft. It was it wasn't great, but uh, uh, but yeah, that, but I get that. Like it's they got eyes on him, you know. But but remember how we were talking? I listened to that um, worst week ever podcast where they talked about how the furry community yeah. had. You know, white supremacist infiltrators because they're basically co-opting impressionable young uh, ostracized white dudes mm-hmm. that may have found the furry community and they could alley oop them into that white. I think that's what's happening here. You got people that are anti-government because that's a hell of an uh, assignment. They're angry, yeah, angry, rightfully so, but they can't buy seeds. And I get that you want to go back to work, and it is you're, you're co-opting uh, someone in a very vulnerable position. You know what? We're angry. We want to work. I get that you want to work. I made a comment online about like, oh, somebody wants to get their hair done. Like, I get people do need to work to pay their bills, and it, it it's of not course. an easy it's not an easy cut and dry situation. People that are at the beach in Florida, fucking please mm-hmm. swim as far out as eat something first. Please eat a big lunch. Go swimming. Don't make it back to the shore. The world isn't worse for you feeding the fishes. That's okay. I encourage anyone right now who thinks their American freedom is to cavort on the beach to get out there, catch some rays, truly leave a beautiful corpse if we can retrieve it. I don't I don't think we should spend more tax dollars on the Coast Guard uh, pulling your body out when the COVID hits you. In the midst of uh, you making, uh, you know, your laps. But uh, please get out there. Swim. Dumb people, please gather in groups. Well, and here's the thing. It would be different if we were at the tail end of this thing. But do you not do they truly do some of these people truly think that it's a hoax? Do they truly think that thousands of people aren't dying because they touched the wrong doorknob or somebody coughed on them? Do they do they think that's bullshit? Well, there's always going to be that sector of people that think once the government makes you do something, it's only for government power. And we can lean towards that. Listen, we like to entertain conspiracies. Of course, of course. But I also like to entertain a certain amount of common sense. Well, we have a very large overlap in the Venn diagram of think of the anti-vax mentality and the we're all overreacting to this mentality. Is what I think. Government's just try. Yeah, the government's just been sitting around waiting for a disease that's been proven to kill a percentage of people mm-hmm. that are, uh, and not to mention anybody vulnerable to it. Which you live with someone who's vulnerable to, you know, ha- is immunocompromised. I live with somebody who's immunocompromised. Lots of people do, but yeah, you should probably get back out and. You know, you got to make a living. And then somebody else, point, one of the rare solid counterpoints I got online was like, but as opposed to shutting it down entirely, say you run a barbershop, beauty salon. Mm-hmm. Let, some, let people in one at a time with masks, with gloves, and then so you can handle it. Mm-hmm. Okay. I agree with that. We're not fucking there yet. Yeah. And also, now, 
We're going to trust everybody to police themselves, which is what all the anti-government libertarians love. We'll just police ourselves. Sure. Mm -hmm. So you're going to risk everybody by accommodating five appointments in the hair salon. That that is the way to do it. The person who commented that was correct. Eventually, but you're relying on individuals for self-regulation. Do you trust that? And that's a question I put out there. Some people I do, some people I don't. Yeah, and it's very difficult to go go along with the government for an all or nothing solution of like shut down all the businesses. That's that's a rough one. I get mm-hmm. it. Yeah, it's just no very easy answer, right? Now. There isn't an easy. I but think if you want to gather in a group to protest, if you want to wear no masks to protest that you can't work. You should. Exactly. And somebody sent me th- somebody sent me this online, which is a little card that says you personally will void any right to any health care or any medical attention if you contract COVID-19 as the result of participating in a protest. If you want to sign a document mm-hmm. that says I, I forego any uh, health treatment because I contracted this virus because I was gathering to protest against the results of this virus, that I'll agree with that. Mm-hmm. Sign your health over. Yeah. Sign your health over to protest against this. Sign a waiver, much like everybody else. I want to go ride in a fucking skate park. I got to sign a waiver that says I'm not going to sue them if I hurt myself. If you want to open your business back up, you don't get health care. If you're uninsured, you're, you, you've denied COVID-19 related health care because you wanted to go against the government's best wishes. Because mm-hmm. eventually if you go... People can't pay their hospital bills all the time. That yeah. shit still gets picked up by the state. Mm-hmm. Sign your DNR. Do not resuscitate shit. Sign your, I don't want the, man, I'm drunk, so I'd probably regret some of this stuff I'm saying. But. <sighs> I just don't understand the uh, <clears throat> the stubbornness and the arrogance of what I'm seeing in some of these protests. It's like cooking a pork chop halfway through. And then saying, hey, it's my right as an American to eat that. Well, yeah, go ahead, dumb fuck. Mm-hmm. Eat, eat the uncooked pork chop. Like, I get that we all need to go back to work, but if we do this right, and I know that's part of the big question, is nobody knows. This is pretty much unprecedented, at least in American history for the most part, uh, you know, every hundred years or so. But if we do this the right way, then maybe <laughs> – then maybe it's going to work out for it. But you, you go too soon, and then it, it, we have a resurgence. This thing comes back, and it gets twice as more damage than it's done so far. All because, I don't know. I You know what? It would be great to be proven wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. But what's the risk of eating crow? Fine, everybody go back to work. Oh, either, either A, shit. You got me. Or B, way more people died because of this gamble. Mm-hmm. Now, which one? Yeah, which one do you want? Do you want the fucking uh, the Republican uh, death death uh, squad because we have got to get back to work, so some people are going to die? Or do you want the Democrat death squad of like, well, we can't get back to work, so some people are going to die because they starve to death? Mm-hmm. 
There's not there's not a clear easy answer, and I, frustration is incredibly legitimate. Mm-hmm. But frustration based on the fact that you don't want to look at science because you doubt science. And when you you're trust, blocking traffic uh, for people to get to the hospital, like yeah. that should be a crime. You should be arrested for that. Yeah, dumb people get a voice too. I mean, that's obstruction. That's that's obstruction of something, you know. Well, and again, I want to know the source of what's that. Did one ambulance not get past one car? And then which which media did we choose to read about or read from that exploited that story? That's that's where I'm like, hold on, let whatever you want to get mad about or side with read two or three more stories deep. There's a guide mm-hmm. how to spot fake news. Look at the source. And that goes for everybody mm-hmm. it goes for anything you want to agree with or disagree with. Read three sources into it. it. We've, we've demonstrated it right here, Dave. Every time you come at me with like, well, this guy, fuck, this guy had to arm wrestle the, the gray aliens to us. What happened? Dave, I lost you. No. Hold on, Dave. I'm getting you back. This is on record. Oh, shit on it. Hey, buddy. That's That was the, the government's listening in. You know what that is? That's, I finally that figured out. That's the government. That's happened a couple times since we've been uh, quarantined from each other. You know what that is? That's me, me not understanding how my uh, AirPods work. Oh, that wasn't the government no, shutting us down because we were speaking the truth? No. I, uh, the I AirPods, I think my ear holes are too big. And uh, the AirPods, they fall out all the time. So I'm constantly. That's why I won't get those. I'm things. constantly having to readjust them. And I guess on the right one, if you touch it in the right place, it'll either hang up on a call or skip to the next song if you're listening to something. So I guess that's why I should read the stupid instructions. But Yeah, you got that future jammed up in here. Well, anyway, like I was saying with our own show, you say something about a Bigfoot or something, mm-hmm. and all I do is click over to the third Google search page of it, and then the actuality is there in front of me. <laughs> do do that. I encourage everybody to just do that with everything. Don't like we're already uh just a a world that loves to read the headline and get worked up about it. Mm-hmm. Nobody even reads the article. Yeah. I wonder if the onion I wonder if the onion did that to all of us. The onion. Yeah. The, the, the headline's funny. What do I gotta read the article for? That's well true. when it's actual news, you should explore <laughs> it. The headline's there to get the headline's there to get you to read the article. Now people don't even do that. Well, they did a study recently. I forgot where it was, of course, uh, speaking of which, but <laughs> I don't have my sources. But well, um, it, there was some study on the the percentage of people who share a story, a news article on social media uh, without having read the article themselves, just based on the headline. Yeah. And you didn't read the article about it. <laughs> no, no. I just saw the headline about that. What? That's why some guy, like, again, I... Well, I made some dumb argument today online. Some guy's like, listen, 99.6% of people will be fine if we go back to work. Or like 99.6% of people will be fine from coronavirus. I'm like, what's that number? Is that the number if we all go back to work tomorrow? Or is that the number if we stay in quarantine for Mm -hmm. three months? True. 
Yeah, good no question. response to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is that the survival rate of it, of us behaving this way? Choose your team, man. It's just choose your team. Somebody's going to be wrong. If you want to be vocal and passionate about it, you're going to be wrong about some shit sometimes. I'd love to be. I would love to be wrong. <laughs> I'm. Do you want to be? I mean, you know, do you want to be dead or in debt? I don't fucking know, man. <laughs> Which which uh, hell do you want? Which hell do you want to live in? What else been going on this week, man? Are you uh are you still skateboarding? What are you doing to pass your time? Nah, I just been playing these drums. Yeah, oh, play. I've been just been playing drums. I love those those. Uh, what do you just call those? Electronic drums? What would you call that? Yeah, it's some Roland, some uh-huh. Guitar Center special God, drum pad setup fun. that I got. Well, I wasn't using them much. Now, now that you got to stay close to home. Are you getting good? I've been doing that. You staying in the pocket. I mean, I'm feeling pretty good about it. Uh-huh. I, I, you know, I, I feel, you know what? I I look at it. It's once you got headphones on, you get to space out. The idea mm-hmm. of like sensory immersion, mm-hmm. like headphones. All of a sudden, I'm blocked out from like it. It, it overrides concern, worries. Mm-hmm. People use ASMR. <clears throat> People use sensory deprivation to like. Feel better. Just having headphones on, man, that alleviates a lot of stress. Whatever music you listen to or something. I love it. I don't know where I'm going. No, I love it, dude. I I finally, about a year ago, I splurged and bought a nice pair of headphones. I mean, not like super nice, but nicer than anything I've owned. Uh, What are they? I got noise canceling. I think they're the Bose. No, no, those Bose noise cancel. If you have to do any kind of traveling. Dude. They're a couple bucks, but that is an investment in your well-being. It if is. you got to fly on planes a lot, yeah, or be in like crowded situations where you're trying to focus on something, man, those are fantastic. Mm. So but nice. I took a big long I took a, took a big long bike ride last week. Did about 19 miles up over the hill around Griffith Park. Okay, uh, just to get out in the world and move my uh, move my joints. My joints are getting a little creaky. Yeah. So I'm trying to be better about that. I'm, I'm just trying to like, what did we watch? What did we talk about? Watched Who Framed Roger Rabbit. We talked about that. <laughs> yeah, already. and I haven't watched it yet, but I'm going to. You really? Well, I can't believe it's. My I appetite. can't believe it's been a week since we talked already. I know. I can't believe shit's actually going faster. I thought it would go slower, right now. Dude, you're like the third person I've talked to this week who's mentioned that. It, what is that paradox? Really? Yes, uh, a buddy of mine mentioned it. My mom mentioned that. Mm-hmm. Like, what is that paradox that? We're doing nothing. We're laying around, doing, being very unproductive most of the day. The same shit every day, day after day. But now, it, but somehow, it's flying by. But I think I, I, the first off, the idea of productivity is like stop. We're torturing ourselves with the idea of productivity. That's the whole thing. We got to get back to work. We got to work to live, so we can work some more, so we can live some more. It's, it's like, I get we yep. got bills to pay. I get it, but we got what. You can you can lock down into hibernation mode and use smaller resources mm-hmm. right now. Yeah. But I think I found uh I had some stuff I wanted to read. So I got to just get real cozy. Okay. Because there's no pressure. You're not taking time away from another thing. Yeah. Now, this is not I'm not speaking for people at home with Small children, Ooh. Oh, God boy. bless you. God bless you. Oh, 
You should be getting a Navy SEAL salary. Oh, my God. Could you imagine? Dude, my upstairs neighbor got the exact same square footage we've got. And and they're real nice folks. But it's him and his wife and two young boys, like four and three. And they're just up there together 24-7. That would drive me nuts. Bless your heart, parents. The capability to not torture someone. I think is as just as much volume as the capability to torture someone. Mm-hmm. Like the weird depths and darkness you can go to to want to pull, you know, to you know, bamboo shoots under the fingernails in the name of a of a higher purpose. Uh-huh. The same thing to just not look at a three year old <laughs> screaming the Frozen theme song for the last four weeks. If you come out of this, if you come out of this. Without, like, any, like, child and family services paperwork on you, let's put, let, oh, my God. Good, hey, good on you. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Good on you. But uh, for me, for being, uh, you know, just living with the missus and having the time, we're, we're in an ideal place, Dave. Let's not be ignorant. Mm-hmm. Best... Best case, we are speaking from a place of a best case scenario. Yeah. No small kids. Mm-hmm. Um, fortunately, I mean. Good climate. Maybe, you know, in quarantine, not lonely, in quarantine with people that we care about and get along with. Absolutely. Whether it be a roommate or significant other or something or family. Um. I was making the observation yesterday to Katie that imagine if this whole thing would have happened about two months, two or three months earlier, we would be quarantined with his dad mm-hmm. and other family members over there when we were taking a pit stop in Orange County. Oh, boy. Well, would the other family members be there? Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're, Cause, yeah. Cause I'll, be on, I'll be honest. That house was dope, dude. Oh, the, the house is dope. Yes, no. The house is very you, you dope. Know what? I'm just talking I about being it. surrounded by some of those people. I could be over I could be over it real easy if I was just on a float in the pool. You know, <laughs> no, that's true. But I'm talking about just the the aspect of who you are quarantined with. And not I'm not shit talking her dad or anything, but just yeah. you know, you're right. We are very lucky. You and I are in the same boat. It's just yeah. us and our significant others and no kids, what? no no in laws, no no nothing. Let's, but yeah, how, how about a little moment of gratitude at the tail end of this episode? Like, and look, hey, I'm in an apartment with very thin walls. Mm-hmm. But I've, you know, you live in a city for long enough, you get used to that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Some people are are doing well, and you got a house, dude. You got a yard. Yep. You got a yard. Dude. Go out there, just hit oh. a badminton up and down. Do that, Rachel and I. We tried to play tennis in the alley back here. We immediately <laughs> we immediately hit all the balls over the fence. Uh, but we tried. We tried. You good know, for tried. you. Did a little act, little movement. No, I've been thinking about that a lot too. The other side of that coin. Uh, I mean, I love our my apartment here. You know, it's it's we're really digging it. But we we walk three feet outside of our front door, and we're susceptible to any crazy person or sick person or whomever that walks down the sidewalk. I I don't know what I'm very envious of people who have like five acres of land and a lake and a pool. 
Yeah, but people also with five, if you got five acres of land, you probably don't have like a service that just delivers alcohol. True, <laughs> true. Do whatever you want. <laughs> so, also, I want to take. Hey, let me let me entertain my old hack com- comedy sensibilities. I love that for the other side of the coin. On the other side of the coin, you know, it's back there. More coin. It's not that different. The other side of the coin is a whole other world. No, it's not. It's just more coin. Just a different engraving. It's not worth less. <laughs> you know what? Hey, to, to your argument, let's look at the other side of the coin and have the same argument because that's what's on the other side of the coin. More coin. Oh, Take God. that, Norm McDonald fans. <laughs> oh, damn it. Five more cents over here. <laughs> if you hand it to the clerk, tails face it up, it has more value. You, you don't have enough money. Well, let's look at the other side of the coin. It's still the same amount. <laughs> uh-huh. There's my, there's, my, there's my, let me top it off with a Mark Norman. Uh-huh. Yeah. Other side of the coin, still yeah. the same amount of a coin. Uh-huh. It's, it's my favorite. Uh, I do enjoy Mark Norman, but it's like my favorite. Uh-huh. Like, yeah. I'm more entertained by my Mark Norman impersonation than anybody <laughs> Ever would be. Where are you? You're muffling, Dave. You're muffling. Oh, am I? You fucking with you fucking with your ear pods again? No, I don't know what's going. On. What I did, dude, I put uh, the, the muffly to me. I don't know if it's better okay. for recording. Hold on, let muffling. me let me see what I can do. I uh, it's fine now. It's now it's fine. Now it's fine. Whatever oh, you just did. Oh, I know don't what happened. Do that. Okay, I oh, didn't think about I know that. What I thought I did a I, good thing. Would you hide your head under a pillow? <laughs> No, okay. What'd you do? All right, here's bury all right. Bur- bury your face in a bag of caramel corn. Uh, What'd you do there, Dave? <laughs> I would never. Oh, I would God. never call it caramel corn like that, laughing. except for comedic. Uh, no, here's what happened. Yeah. Um, have, you had, have you had caramel corn in a while? No, Dave? I haven't. I did have. Fuck. I had some fiddle faddle about three years ago, <laughs> and it was a good fuck. time. I love. Let me yell fuck again. <laughs> Caramel corn, <sighs> something you just brush over, and then you have some, and you're like, oh, what is this? I've been a coal miner <laughs> that hasn't had a breath of fresh air in decades. Oh, my God. You've been a cigarette-smoking coal miner who finally got a hit of oxygen. Caramel corn, treat yourself. Oh, Especially that gourmet, that artisan, fancy package bullshit. Garrett, you get, a, you get, I bet you... You know what? We everybody gets a real big sugar boner. Hey Kyle, keep talking. We, I'm going to make a drink real quick. Go ahead and talk. Hey Dave, no problem. Everybody gets a real big sugar boner. Here's my here's my recipe for the week. Instead of waiting to get discount Halloween candy in the beginning of November, or gorge your sad lonely gullet. On half-off Valentine's Day chocolates, well into wishing it was springtime, you sit there and you get real chubbed up right around January. I'm back. When you sure are, Dave. Uh You get yourself, you fluff yourself, you get your little dick all chubby (laughs) for some... For that Garrett's, get it ready for that Garrett's oh triple, triple choice tin 
of holiday popcorn. Oh, boy. When they got the original butter salted, they got cheesy cheddar corn on the other part of the pie, and then that sweet, sweet, hard-shelled caramel corn on the third. And then you take... Your dirty butthole tickling mess. <laughs> and you pull that you pull that divider out, because this is America. It is not separate but equal. It's we're all in this together. And oh. you let those flavors mix and mingle and wait till they're invited to the ballroom of your palate. Dance the good dance. Dance the prom that you get to lose your virginity to in your little pink mouths. Caramel cheddar regular style. Have a three-way on your taste buds. That was beautiful, man. We ain't even sponsored by Garrett. That was that was beautiful. You all to get some. I got into it. I was yeah. honestly, I got no. Sc- I mean, my computer's in front of me, but it's not even on. Mm-hmm. And I was just, I was just staring at. A bike tire on the other side of my garage while I did that. I might get more into spoken word after this. (laughs) I dropped my ear pod. Hold on. (laughs) (laughs) I'm really renewing my romance with the English language. Dave, what happens? All right, I'm back. What happens? Dave, what happens if we find out our, our... or, uh, or, uh, I just said I want to romance the language and I can't find <laughs> Oh, man. When we, what do they call it? Charisma? What do they call it when you have something with somebody else? Chemistry? Chemistry! Yeah. We have chemistry, what, Kyle. Well, what happens if we realize our chemistry is better when we're far away? Oh, oh, are you saying that's what's going on with us? I, yeah. I feel bad. What if that's what's going on? You don't want you don't want to see me anymore, Kyle. I do want to see you, Dave. Oh, okay. But what happened? Like I could just sit here and look at a bike tire, uh huh. Instead of worrying about eye contact. That's true. That's you're left. You're less self conscious when you're alone. Like I was saying with the headphones, when you take away other responsibilities in a sensory matter, you get to focus. I'm only focused on listening to you right now, Dave. Yes. Yes. I'm not look my computer's pushed away from me. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting here just raw. Mic in front of me. Real <laughs> real Joe Rogan style, Dave. Real Joe Rogan style. Oh my god. I'm listening. I want to ask questions. I also want millions of dollars for being a fucking very strong pothead. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Mm. Maybe we gotta yell at, yell over each other more, like those last podcasts on the left guys. <laughs> <laughs> they're rich. They're rich. Those guys oh, are rich. They are. Dave. Yeah. Look at their. What do we need to do? Look at their These Patreon numbers. <laughs> Holy shit! They're fucking crushing it. Good god. I guess that might also have to do with there's information. Yeah, in that's there. true. They, we've they do a lot of work. We've said nothing that. Anybody listening to this hasn't had a conversation about three weeks ago. True. Already. Yeah. Now we're pretty much worthless, dude. Especially yeah, in this are, economy. We, we are fucking podunk cousins coming in for Thanksgiving <laughs> dinner every Tuesday. <laughs> 
Man, y'all ever seen Rick and Morty before? That shit's something. Dude, speaking of Thanksgiving dinner, I made roasted turkey breast again this week. <laughs> I did. Oh, here we go. I made a gravy that would knock your dick in the dirt, Kyle. Do you just make some you just make some Easter Thanksgiving? Yeah, dude. I just no. God damn. I don't know if it's just in this area in Long Beach or California or nationwide, but there's a uh, surplus of turkey. In the in the freezer cases at, at, at Vons, <laughs> it's just turkey. It's 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 turkey days down at Vons. Dave, we we got we got Dave Stone coming in live with the turkey numbers. Dave, what's happening out there in the f- frozen food section? Well, you see, they they doubled the shipment in anticipation of more demand in the market because pork numbers are up, and now there's no pork, so that means there's nothing but turkey. Oh. Is that why? Is that because that's a conspiracy about when the only time the McRib comes back is when the pork numbers dip and they can afford to make it? That's true. I, I've heard that, and it makes sense. I mean, I don't claim to know anything about what's going but, on in the uh, the meat industry, other than from the consumer point of view. But it tur- uh, makes sense. Are turkeys easier to maintain than the other animals, and that's why there's a surplus of turkey Maybe. in the frozen food section? But there really is. Like you don't see turkey a lot. In the meat cases uh, outside of November, like, but there has been a lot of turkey around here, and I am taking advantage, Kyle. It's we're just having a good time over here. Every day's Thanksgiving. Well, if anybody should be, it should be you. God damn, I love a turkey. Oh, I miss. I'm missing the meat, Dave. Yeah, mm. I get it. What do you so you roasted tur- like full Thanksgiving dinner? No, no, uh, r- a turkey breast. Post Easter, uh, <laughs> uh, just uh, it's so much easier too. Now I they do have the whole turkeys, and I've seen those, and I've been tempted. But for fourteen bucks, I got like a three pound turkey breast, bone in, not no. not the prepackaged ones that you could slice off easily and make sandwiches. Uh, but I'm talking about just the butchered breast of a turkey. And uh, roast that thing up, make some herb butter. Oh boy, uh-huh. rub that butter underneath the skin. Get in there like a real, like a real sick maniac. Just some real Hannibal Lecter yeah, bullshit. Yeah, we went, we went through your Ed Gein prepared yeah. entrees a couple episodes ago. Yeah, and uh, but you get up in really there. get in there. Oh boy, and then you try ro- to make a necklace out of the gizzards <laughs> if you can. <laughs> and you roast that fashion, thing up. Fashion the feet into some earrings for the old lady. <laughs> Oh, and then while it's resting, oh, and then it's gravy time, Kyle. It's gravy time. You got to let that meat rest. So it's just oh, and by gravy I mean dry hump the animal until you until you consummate a a pair, a pair of scrubs. Oh God. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, man. I didn't mean to interrupt. You're giving uh, no, a good recipe. No, out you're here. fine, man. Uh, every, oh, Dave, he gives good recipes. Everything's hitting at once over here, buddy. Oh man, you're really getting me. You're really getting my. You goof. know what? I'll say that just because I just tried to look at my phone. If the government really thought they were going to control you through this whole thing, your fucking iPhone would recognize your face through your mask you're supposed to wear. And ah. because it doesn't, it means the government's not in on it. You fucking idiots. <laughs> Anyway, go on about the turkey. <laughs> oh, God. No, I mean, that wasn't even an official recipe. I just... Ah, oh, f- oh, fuck. Did I hang up again? Oh, man, are what? you there? What happened? Did you laugh so hard one of your now, earbuds dude. fell out of your Hold big on. ears? You, where are you at? Earpods. Get over here. Yes. Hey, hey get over here, Dave. All right, I'm going to call you. 
Where are you at? Get and over here. Miss out either. Sit We're on Daddy's gonna, lap. Let her roll. Well, roll the tape, listeners. I can't hear Dave. And I'm just drunk alone in my garage, yelling, "Sit on calling, Daddy's lap." Calling. So if there's no episode calling. next week, you know why? Oh, damn it. Well, okay, there we go. Here he comes. It's ringing. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> Don't I'm, worry. I filled the. I filled the time graciously. Okay. Good. Good. Thank You'll you. hear it. <laughs> You know what I did about I, 10 minutes ago? I had the idea, because my AirPods keep falling on my ear, and I, we were talking about my uh, noise-canceling headphones, and they were on the table, so I put them on like earmuffs to hold the earpods into place. And, Dave, and when I did every that, time you have I covered an idea up my that's microphone. not about chili, it falls to shit. I got my wet hand put some headphones over my other headphones so I can hear you twice. So I didn't have to keep asking what you were saying. Oh, my God, dude. It's the opposite of Jimmy two times from the good fellas. (laughs) (laughs) I say it once, but I hear it twice. Oh, (laughs) shit. Tell him to get the papers. The what? The what? Oh, well, he has to say it twice because this guy's been... Uh, is deaf several times. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, well, we had fun. We did all right. <laughs> uh, uh, oh fuck this! I'm smoking weed now. Oh my god, dude! Hey, uh. before, I don't want to forget next week. But there's a guy that that's his his name on Instagram is just. Slob glass blower. <laughs> and what's he do? He makes uh, bongs and bowls. Okay. But I was tagged in something that he did, and I was like, "What?" And then I went and looked at it, and I'm a, I'm a very, I'm a, I'm a real fair weather pot smoker. I'm uh-huh. like, like, I, like I'm, I'm, I'm pounding the grass a bunch. You know how you pound the grass? <laughs> I was pounding but, grass this weekend, dude. Oh man, I'm pounding some grass, dog. Um, but then I looked at his page, slob, S L O B, maybe uh-huh. underscore glass blower. This shit's beautiful. Really? What he? I mean, and it's high price. It's for connoisseur. It would make you know what it'd be like if you wanted to buy a gift for somebody. Uh huh. And they liked weed, but you could tell like somebody might maybe smokes pot, but would never treat themselves to something like that. Mm-hmm. This is like that. This is like artisanal. Uh, I would dig that. I don't have a bong Swarovski, because I feel guilty about Swarovski, purchasing one. Yeah, Swarovski. Fuck. Let me try and pronounce Swarovski. Uh huh. Whatever. Fancy crystal style bongs and pipes. And okay. This guy's like, I'm trying to make one for you. And he's, he's supposed to get here tomorrow. I hope it shows up unbroken in one piece. Oh, man. Now that we all got to support the post office, even though all they've ever done is deliver me junk mail or lost things I needed. Mm-hmm. I'm still supporting the institution. Please bring me this pipe in one piece. <laughs> Look at slob glass blower on Instagram. This stuff is gorgeous. Because now I'm smoking out of my dumb little $10 pipe I got from the head shop, mm-hmm. and I'm ashamed of myself. Oh, yeah? Do you, uh, do you, want, do you want, Dave, do you want a bong? I do. That's what I was about to say. I, I've always wanted a bong, and I've never wanted to spend the money on one. 
great, great philosophy, Dave. Um, I've always wanted money, but I've never wanted to go out and acquire the training and skills that would provide me a job to give me money. Um, <laughs> but it's also like we're adults. Mm-hmm. Like we know how to get high. Yeah, exactly. That's part of it too. It seems a little indulgent. It's like really just smoking a joint's not good enough. You got to have Castle Grayskull over here. <laughs> but then his stuff is like, oh, this is for people who smoke pot but also aren't idiots. Mm-hmm. These are for people who can pull pull tubes but then aren't worthless afterwards. Yeah. They're like for people that are good at weed. Either way, uh, he's uh, supposed to be sending me a dope Sherlock style pipe. It's got a big old curvy thing in it. Ooh, I haven't seen it. Okay. But I want to, hey, if it's all about trying to support people who's maybe, who are maybe suffering uh, right now and you are a connoisseur, uh, marijuana indulger, check out slob glass blower on Instagram and maybe you can throw some money his way for the efforts he put in the, he's put in the world. On top of everybody else that, as we've said before, if you can help, help. Absolutely. If you need help, uh, you know, shit. There's charities out there. I know it's uh, times are tough. I'm not directly giving money mm-hmm. to someone. I have gone to givetogethernow.org. Oh, there's another one that we worked with last week that was, oh, shit, was Josh Gondelman's. No, it's Fortune Fiends. Oh, I'm sorry to redirect people this way. <clears throat> Fortune Feemster or my Instagram where we promoted the Hey Girl podcast with Matt Bronger. Mm-hmm. She had a great, I'll just look it up because this is stupid for me to do this. Um, a charity that actually gives money to local restaurants to make food for uh, first responders and medical personnel. That's so awesome. So you're helping the restaurants that is yep. uh, who are helping the medical people. And I'm going to get, Dave, you talk now because I'm going to find the name for this place. That really is amazing. That's awesome. And I want to, uh, this isn't a uh, passive-aggressive sales pitch, but I want to seriously thank, uh, speaking of helping people, uh, I want to thank so much. Uh, dude, so many people have purchased my stupid cookbooks. And uh, not only that, which I appreciate the hell out of that, uh, <clears throat> but so many people, uh, the offer is still on the table. I threw it out the last few episodes, but I'm selling them. You know, I got three of them. You get all three for 20 bucks, right? Uh, but if you need some recipes, and you're in a pinch, I'll give them to you for free. I don't give a shit. These are e-cookbooks. I'm not having to mail you actual merchandise. Uh, it's just a PDF file with all of, all my recipes. Be glad to send it to you for free. So I've been, uh, and a lot of people have been taking me up on that. Also, a lot of people have been purchasing them. Also, a lot of people have stepped up and said, hey, man, I already bought your cookbooks, but here's 20 bucks for all the free ones you've given out. And I'm like, dude. And that happens so much, and just uh, sincerely thank you for everybody who's done that. Because it helps, you know? It, I mean, I, I don't want to get on here and, you know, poor, ma- poor mouth and, and complain, and I'm, I'm doing fine. But, yeah, like, my, my, our industry is now completely uncertain. I don't know when the next paid gig will be. Um, but, yeah, thanks to people stepping up and buying those. And, you know, I, I have other sources of income, obviously. But, uh, well, obviously, like, a fucking magnet. Uh, but I'm, I'm saying, like, I'll figure out a way to survive if live comedy gets shut down for a year. But this has been a big no. help, and thank you. 
That is cool. And I want and I want to say, I mean, even obviously I'm doing, you know, I'm fine, but all of my albums are for sale on uh, <laughs> Amazon or uh, anywhere there's a place that you can actually change your money for them. I ain't doing this for free, you fucking fools. <laughs> uh, <laughs> obviously, that's a joke. I've encouraged people to steal my shit for as long as they've been able to steal. steal. Steal whatever you can, and then when you feel bad for stealing it, give money to where you feel it's better deserved. That's a Robin Hood balance you can strike within yourself. Mm-hmm. Steal my album, and then go to and then go to Frontline Foods. The organization is called Frontline Foods, uh, and they as I go to the website. Well, shit, no, it's just either way. Uh, yeah, they Frontline Foods supports healthcare workers with healthy meals from local kitchens. Bang! You're helping two things in a community instead of even one, and that's a great idea. I'm only on their Instagram right now, but I'm sure they have a website. So, yeah, steal shit from people who can afford to be stolen, uh, robbed, and then take the money you save from stealing from the rich and donate that money to the poor. Uh, yeah, I said, that's what I say. That's awesome. I mean, not all, not all the time, but, you know, so you can do it sometimes. You can ste- steal my shit, not from, you know, an individual. You could, yeah, still fucking listen to it on Pandora or some shit. <laughs> I should have shut up. It was cool when I like had it real concise. That's all I, right. I delved. I got, I got verbal. I got, as, as soon as I smoke weed, I crumble. No. That's what I did at the end of the episode, Dave. I understand. No, you're doing fine, Kyle. You're doing a good job, buddy. Hey, right. let me ask you this real quick. All right. Go ahead. Go ahead and ask. Are you on a TV show that's currently on the air right now? What's up with Paradise PD? Is it on again? No, the second season's on Netflix. Okay. My point is, dude, let us know. You're so fucking humble about all your other accomplishments. I had no idea that uh, season two was available now. And you're like a, a, a pretty big character on there. So people need to know about it, Kyle. So y'all go watch I'm a dr- Paradise PD yeah, you starring got, Kyle you got, I don't know. I don't know what's happening with your connection, but you're getting muffly. Okay. It, it sucks even worse because you're complimenting me. <laughs> <laughs> no, Paradise PD. It's on, it's on Netflix. It's a, a real foul uh, cartoon. I did. Uh, the, I had, somebody came here. I had an intruder. But I had to set up a mobile recording studio to do some lines for that today. Nice. I like take a an old carpet and curl it around myself. I basically just had to unfurl every house that black widows have made in my garage. Do you have to do three, okay, three so, lines for Paradise Beauty? So they have like at home techniques that you can do to like got, soundproof. Well, like I'm for people that don't know. Like okay, we we each have like a Zoom recorder, which mm-hmm. is a small. It's like like a. It's like, I would say it's about the the size and shape of a generous, like a hostess apple pie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a great description. <laughs> I, was, I was trying to think of what like I'm like you know you know the one like those things that are allegedly the the very worst thing you could eat. Yeah, like they they're so greasy with fat mm-hmm. they have to come in their own special kind of wrap that wax paper wrap. Yeah, yeah. Fuck, I love. I do too. Krispy Kreme's got a, a line right now. Oh boy! They've, oh, fruit uh, pies? Yeah, they brought back their cherry, their strawberry, and their lemon. 
Uh, only in select markets, but oh boy, we've been having fun with of that a long, over here. Of a longer, a longer style fruit pie. Yeah, well, the the classic fried pie, the, uh, the personal Danish. Yes, the personal fried pie, the the fruit pie mm. hot pocket, if you will. I gave her the old personal fry pie. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! It's where I uh, it's it's where I jizz in her face right right after I get out of the hot tub. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gross. Yeah, well, I regret so. Jizz, jizz is such an awful word. <laughs> what do you want? Spunk? Uh, dude, Squack? You got jizz on my table. Who's, whose jizz is this? Ejaculate. Oh, God. <laughs> you never, you're not a Curb Your Enthusiasm fan. I believe you said that, correct? Mm. Uh, not that I'm not a fan, haven't I yeah, watched it? You haven't yet. got into sure, it, yeah. Um, <laughs> there's just a scene. The first time we meet JB Smoove's character, he's staying, he's spending the night at Larry's, uh, in Larry's guest bedroom. And the next morning, Larry's wife finds a cum stain, and they all just assume uh, they all just assume it was the new guy who slept there last night. And Larry confronts him, and he's tried to be very diplomatic about it, but he's like, I think there's. A cum stain? Ejaculate? And uh, J.B. Smooth goes, ejaculate. 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 (laughs) He can't say ejaculate. He says ejaculate. You know, because he's black. I'll say that's that's just... (laughs) I'm sorry. It's it's when you get yourself, and I know that you're laughing... At yourself being ridiculous. <laughs> but if anybody wanted to take sound bites from this show, oh boy, we just go, we'd go to jail. We would, we, you know what? We sure as shit can't get on Saturday Night Live. I'll tell you that. <laughs> oh, God. Because we played the character of the comedian who wants to make the other comedian laugh more than the audience. <laughs> Too much. <laughs> Did I hear correctly that he's now working for Joe Biden's campaign? Who? Uh, SNL guy, Shane. Is he? I, I, maybe. I don't know. I, don't know. <clears throat> I could have heard Put wrong. Put that in the list of yeah. fucking <laughs> confounding news we're all dealing with on an hourly basis. Oh, man. Well, I'm tired, man. I got to go sit down. Um uh, I'm going to throw a random shout out to Meth Syndicate for uh-huh. uh, not only the shirt that you got me for Christmas that has the leprechaun from the leprechaun movies and it says the Irishman underneath <laughs> it, but a shirt that he saw today that he said, this is my 420 shirt, and it just had the logos from two different bands, but one over the other, and the first logo was Fish, and the second logo was Sticks, and <laughs> <clears throat> I get it. Just, just. Un- unrelated to anything. It's because I because I got a sticker with that order you gave me, and I put it on my tool chest that's in the garage, and I'm looking right at it. There you go. And it re- stickers stickers work, everybody. Yeah, advertising works. Stickers work. Mm. So mm. anyway, yeah, I fucked up. I fucked up tacos today. I fucked up buffalo cauliflower earlier in the week. No, oh, buddy. I'm over uh, over two on making meals. Mm. We've uh, jam- we've yammered out our asses for long enough tonight, Dave. Oh, can I tell you? you feel good. At- do- I got three more. Wor- tell me, you got a joke? I got three more words to tell you. 
Three more words? Well, I'm going to speak more after that, but three words that I want to make sure. Well, and that statement was untrue from the get-go. Three special words I wanted to make sure to tell you tonight that I made this week that I... I, I, All this, this, right, this, here we go. This I'm not claiming. Rum butt fucking. I'm sure someone's done this before. I'm saying I didn't see this recipe and make it. This is something I actually dreamed about. I had a dream about this, and I made it. And what I'm talking about, Kyle, is ribeye stroganoff rigatoni. Fuck you, dude. That sounded like nine words, man. Ribeye stroganoff rigatoni. <laughs> And oh boy. <laughs> but my friends call me Randy. Anyway, how you guys doing tonight? <laughs> <laughs> I just got it. That's my parents funny. are immigrants, but I grew up in Charleston. So it's cool, man. Don't worry about it. Oh, man. Beef stroganoff, but with really goes good by, uh, goes ribeye by steak. RS Riggs in the core. <laughs> and replace the egg noodles with rigatoni. <laughs> And you got the you got the mushrooms and the onions and the the beef stock. I gotta go replace my girlfriend's (laughs) egg noodles after this. (laughs) Oh my! We're done with this. I keep laughing so much. My my ear pods. Just gonna have a couple of egg noodles in there. Oh my god! That's what she calls her fallopes. Her egg noodles. Oh, that might be the funniest thing you've ever said. Dave, are you dying? What's happening? Oh God. There's so there's so many sounds happening. My my goddamn Oh, you there? Yeah, you, you but keep making me laugh. Sound- yeah, my ear pods keep falling out. Trust me at work, uh. because whatever sound I was hearing, it sounded like you laughed but then fell into a vortex. Oh God. Oh. <laughs> Anyway, you're right to laugh. Calling fallopian <laughs> tubes and noodles is perfect. Oh, that's good. <laughs> All right, I think we end it there. I don't think we're going to do any better than that. Well, you gave a recipe for the ribeyes. For the ribeyes, did I? The turkey. Do you just? Oh, oh, I no, see. No, uh, but I mean, in, in the beer, yes. ribeye stroganoff, Benedict Arnold. <laughs> What were we making? Ribeye rib stroganoff rigatoni. Basically, you make uh, beef stroganoff, but instead of like the, the lower quality meat, uh, just grill you up a really good ribeye, however you want to do it. Do it my way, if you know that way. Do it your own way. But then slice it real thin, and uh, you, then you got that sauce going with the onions and the mushroom and the beef stock and the sour cream, and you hit it with a little heavy cream and the spices, then you throw, uh, instead of uh, egg noodles, you make you some nice rigatoni noodles. Then You, throw you don't a- like the word jizz, but you could say heavy cream without friendship. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, heavy cream's a real thing, you know. <laughs> jizz so is not is a jizz? U- It's not, though. Well, like, <laughs> j- j- jizz is slang, right? Like, there's nothing else in our universe that is named jizz. Is there? Uh, I think... God, I've who, said jizz a lot. Who did he? Who who did he play with? Did he play for? Uh, I don't know. I think there's a guitar player named Jizzy Pearl. <laughs> oh no! Ooh, and I think he I, he might have played for you. You go on with your recipe. I'll find out. That's all right. Um, no, I mean I don't have the exact recipe in front of me. It was, this was a real uh, wild and loose experience. But uh, I made stroganoff a few weeks ago. 
But yeah, you start with some uh, some nice uh, chopped up onions, uh, some nice mushrooms. Get those going, right? Throw a little beef stock in there. Get that going. Um, you season it however you want. A little salt and pepper, maybe a little Cajun seasoning, maybe a little smoked paprika, maybe a little cumin. Just get all that going with the beef stock and get all that uh, the onions and the mushrooms nice and wilted and, and cooked down. And then you hit it with a little sour cream. That sour cream melts all over the place. Oh, boy, that's a good time. Then maybe hit it with a little heavy cream. Makes it even creamier. Now you got all that shit going on. You throw those rigatoni noodles in there. Get that all soaked up. And then at the end, you slice up that ribeye and place it on top. Oh, boy, it was a good time. <clears throat> Jizzy Pearl was in uh, Love Hate. <laughs> They were great, man. They had Blackout in the Red Room. That was a fucking jam. Oh, my God. Blackout in the Red Room. Blackout in the Red Room. And they also had, they were like anti-drug. They had, why do you think they call it dope? I'm going to play this on the e-drums after. Were they like hair metal straight edge? Because thinking of that, that's some lame dudes. Well, the fact that they're ridiculous. Yeah, but they're but those songs fucking jam. I if you like you have to already have liked glam rock. Don't mm-hmm. come into it like you already don't like the style of music. True. But if you were like if you were an LA Guns rat Motley Crue dude, check out Blackout in the Red Room by Love Hate. Right on. S- fronted by Jizzy Pearl. <laughs> Is, is Queef's is Queef Stroganoff been a name that's been employed just anywhere? <laughs> oh, oh my God! Because I did the joke last time with the Stroganoff thing. What was that? Oh, oh, the cow. Yeah, that's a yeah. good one. That's a good one. But oh. just as like a musician or an artist for your last name, if your name was just like. Chandler Stroganoff. That's a good handle. I'm here to take pick it away from. I'm here to pick take up it away Jizzy. From the dish. <laughs> hey, is Jizzy home? Sorry, Mrs. Pearl. I just thought maybe. <laughs> Did he not tell you we were calling him that now? Oh, oh he didn't God. tell you that's his name now. Is Jizzy? Oh, well, this is this is awkward. This is real awkward. Oh my god! Sorry, Mrs. Pearl. Is James home? He said Jizzy, but he did. I didn't know he didn't tell you that we were going to call him Jizzy yet. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, I gotta go face fuck myself with some pizza hut now. <laughs> All right. Goodbye. <laughs> We're send we're sending it out. No edits. No edits. No edits, Matt. Print it. The Boogie Monster.
Podcast Network.